Hi, this is Gary Van Warmerdam with the Awareness and Consciousness Podcast from PathwayToHappiness.com. And on this show, I want to talk about how to not take things personally, how to not have an emotional reaction to what other people say and even get to the point where you don't have an emotional reaction to what you think about yourself or believe about yourself. In my friend Miguel Ruiz's book, The Four Agreements, he talks about it as being one of his major agreements to keep with yourself in order to be happy in your life. And he says, don't take anything personally. I'm going to talk about how to not take things personally. Now, after listening to this, you won't necessarily have complete immunity. Because in this how-to podcast, there's a part where I explain, okay, this is the different interpretation to make. But it doesn't mean your mind is going to adopt it right away. It doesn't mean you are going to have complete immunity because you know something else. You know, it's like learning the tango. You watch the how-to video on how to dance the tango. Then you turn on the music. Can you dance the tango? No. No, because your body hasn't integrated it. Your timing isn't there. Your mind isn't accustomed to paying attention to the music, the beat, your partner, the floor space so you don't run into people. And all these things, you have to go out and practice. Now, I break it down even further and give you the steps to actually practice. Those steps are in the audio course in Self-Mastery, which you can find on my website. Download those audios, listen to that material, and do those simple exercises, and you will see some things change. And perhaps you will experience some profound changes. But what I will cover in this audio is a completely different way to frame what's happening when we take something personally so you have an idea or plant the seed that there's another way of looking at this. And that will help you start to detach from typical interpretations we make that create the emotional reaction or what we'll call taking something personally. So that's a lot of stuff without actually covering anything. How do we take something personally? Let's first talk about that. When we take something personally, and it doesn't matter whether it's about our intelligence, someone thinks we're stupid, something we've done at work, where somebody makes a critical comment about some project we're working on, the art we're painting or sculpting, our singing, the clothes we're wearing, or what our body looks like. We are often conditioned to feel offended and hurt. And what I don't care for are platitudes about how to change this. When people say, oh, just change what you believe about yourself. Oh, let it go. Blow it off. Don't let it bother you. You know what? Our mind and our emotions are wired to have a reaction. And those kind of platitudes don't help. All that does is put a seed in their mind and give people a picture. This is what I should do instead. They now have the intellectual idea of how they should not take something personally. And then when they do take something personally, they have another reason to judge themselves. They said, oh, I shouldn't be taking this personally. You know, this is why Miguel gave the other agreement, which is do your best. Recognize what your best is. Some days you're going to have an emotional reaction. And that's okay. And some days you aren't. And you'll have emotional reactions and less and less emotional drama over time as you practice. Because if it was as easy as, 
Oh, just change what you believe or say an affirmation. You know what? People would go and do it and they'd stop their emotional suffering. But the truth is, changing the programming in the mind can be a little more challenging than just giving yourself another idea of saying, oh no, I'm beautiful, oh no, I'm smart, oh no, that project is really good. That's not necessarily going to make the emotional reaction go away. So, what happens when we are actually offended? When we have an emotional reaction to what someone says? So, this is the process of how to be offended. Let's say that we're a painter. And when I say painter, it can be any kind of art. You know, it could be the clothes we're wearing. The choice of clothes is our art. A project we did at work, a meal we cooked, something we said, a comment we made, a presentation we gave, public speaking. Whatever is that form of expression, we'll call it our artwork. But for sake of example, we use a painting. But apply whatever kind of artwork works for you. This is the advantage you have when we do an individual coaching session, as opposed to when you get a general podcast and I have to make the example work for everybody. So, someone says, I don't like your artwork. I think it sucks. One of the first things that has to happen in your mind is you have to agree that it does suck, that it's not beautiful. And now you've agreed in your mind that it's ugly. The next thing that happens after that is there's another interpretation in the mind that says, that work represents me. I put myself into that work. If I failed to make something beautiful, then I'm a failure. There's an associative interpretation in the mind that says, my personal value is directly related to that which I create. And now that interpretation concludes that we're a failure. We're a lousy artist. It's not said in the statement, your art is ugly. But we make that interpretation in our own mind. Then something else has to happen. We're not done with our interpretations yet. Because we conclude, okay, we're a failure. Now the judge character in our mind gets a hold of that information and rejects ourselves with it. And then another part of our mind accepts that emotional rejection, accepts the agreement that we're worthless. And that judgment and agreeing with another part of our mind, a victim, we accept that emotional punishment for being a failure. That judge in our mind and the victim accepting the interpretation that we're a failure and that we're going to emotionally punish ourselves, that is what hurts emotionally. Not because of what they said, but because of the three levels of interpretation we did in our mind. The first one, we agreed the artwork's ugly. The second one, that it means something about us. And the third one is we deserve some kind of emotional punishment for being a failure, that it's a very big deal. You know, if I went to paint something, I know I would fail. And it wouldn't bother me a bit. For the first probably 100 pieces of art, I know that I wouldn't be able to create on that page, on that canvas, what I would have in my mind or what I would see as the thing I was supposed to be painting. It would take me many attempts. 
then there would be many failures. But I wouldn't make the interpretation that it meant I was to be emotionally punished. I might even recognize, yes, I'm a failure as a painter. But it doesn't mean that I'm going to emotionally punish myself. I can just make an honest assessment. It didn't turn out the way I intended. Then you see different levels of interpretation. Now, when we take something personally like that, somebody says, your art is ugly, we're usually not done. We then have a reaction to our emotional reaction of feeling hurt. And that might be in that not feeling good enough, we try harder. We become a workaholic or something like that. We might become a pleaser and make it up to a person and play out that strategy of not honoring ourselves in order to please another. You know, we might get angry. We might feel the hurt and get angry at them for having this emotional pain. Or we try to defend ourselves. We try to defend ourselves against this person making comment because we perceive that they hurt our feelings. Because we're unaware of the three levels of interpretation that we made. When you become aware of those three levels of your own interpretation, you start to really question your anger at other people. And you learn that it's a waste of time to defend yourself because what we've really done is abuse ourselves. You could say the key to not taking something personally, or we could say is not having an emotional reaction, is in those three levels of interpretation we make about our art, our creation, and ourself. If we can change those three levels of interpretation, we don't have the same kind of emotional reaction. Now a heads up on this. This kind of change may not happen in a day. It might happen in this podcast, but I don't expect that. It will take some work. Again, the steps are in the audio course on my website. And the reason I will say it will probably take more than a day is that we have been conditioned as an automatic program to react emotionally to what other people say. We have been conditioned to accept other people's opinion as being true. And so we agree with their opinion that we created junk. We have learned to agree with the opinion that if we create a failure, we are a failure. And as an automatic program, when we fail to meet other people's expectations, we have been conditioned to punish ourselves emotionally. This is just habit. And it happens very fast. And it happens so fast you think, okay, how can I stop it before it happens? Well, you have to develop your awareness and consciousness to the point that you can see those interpretations being made in the moment. And for someone, that might seem like impossible, but it's not impossible. In the beginning, you just learn to see them after the fact. Okay, let me diagram out how I created this emotional reaction. And you go back and you see it. And as you become more familiar with it, you get to see it closer and closer to when it's happening until you get to see that whole scenario and those levels of interpretation happen in your mind while it's happening. And you're like, wow, okay. 
I see that I'm agreeing with what they're saying about my work. And I see that, oh, now I see that my mind is making it about me. And now here comes the emotional punishment. Okay, I see it. In that moment, when you can see the mind creating the interpretations and the other part of your mind agreeing with it, in that moment, you now have an opportunity for another choice. You can now decide not to believe that opinion about yourself or about your artwork. What I often say is, you don't have a choice until you can see a choice. What I mean by that is, a lot of times people think, oh, I shouldn't react. Well, you don't have a choice to react because you never saw that moment in the moment when you could not believe the interpretation. It's like driving down the road and you miss an exit that you never saw. How could you make that turn when you never saw the moment that you passed that turn? You see, you don't have a choice to not take something personally until you cultivate your awareness to the point where you see that moment. Until you are aware in that moment of that turn and say, aha, here's where the mind is going to now punish me for being a failure. And you go, you know what? I know where this is going, and I don't agree. I don't agree that self-punishment is the way to improvement. Because, honestly, self-punishment is not the way to self-improvement. But you can't make that interpretation, make that turn in your thinking, in your logic, in your interpretation, until you're aware in the moment that it's happening. And you could say, well, how the heck can I see that? The reaction happened so fast. Well, first you have to consider that it's possible. And just to give you an idea of the capacity of the mind to perceive these types of things. If you've ever been in a car accident, the kind of car accident where you're skidding on ice and now the car is turning and spinning around a 360, a 720, something very interesting often happens. It's like everything slows down. They enter a heightened state of awareness. And it's not that the world gets slower. It's that their mind becomes heightened in its awareness and is able to see things so much faster and process everything so much faster that the outside world appears to be moving slowly. In that heightened state of awareness, you can see the judge in the mind make an interpretation. You can see the victim in the mind make an interpretation. You can see the picture images it creates of us as a failure. You can sense the emotion start to happen before you really feel it. You can be aware of all those things. And in that moment of heightened self-awareness, an awareness of what the mind is doing, you can shift the whole dream and imagery that's going on in your head. This is why this is the Awareness and Consciousness podcast. This is why my website is about happiness through self-awareness. Because with that level of awareness, when you cultivate it, you change everything that happens in your mind. You change all the thoughts, you change the interpretations, you change what you believe. And by changing that, you change the emotional experience of everything. In the meantime, until we develop that awareness, 
to catch every kind of criticism that someone gives, even our own criticism to ourselves. In the meantime, while we develop that, here's a scenario to consider. What I want to give you here is a different interpretation that you can start to cultivate that will start to put the old one in which we take things personally into question. And Miguel writes about it in his book. He says, when someone says something about you or does something to you, it's not personal. It's really about them. Now, some people construe this to mean that if they judge me because of the way I dress, that they're really unhappy with their own outfit. If they think I'm stupid, it's because they believe they're stupid. No, it's not like that at all. If someone judges you, criticizes you, it doesn't mean they have the same beliefs about themselves or same criticisms about themselves as they have about you. That's just overgeneralization. Let's talk about what's really going on. Let's talk about someone who's judging your artwork and they say, you really did a lousy job. They don't sugarcoat it or anything. How did they form their opinion? What are they really talking about? Well, let's say, for instance, they see your painting. And they have an emotional reaction or opinion to your painting based on whatever their experience is. They look at your painting, and all the characters, the judge and the victim in their mind, start describing your painting. They make a picture and determination of whether it's a good piece of art or a bad piece of art. And they hold the picture of your painting in their mind. You could say with all those opinions, all those interpretations, all their emotional reactions, they create an image of your painting. You could say in a way, in their imagination, they create a work of art. Because everything we dream up in our mind is like a work of art. And that work of art that they create in their mind through their own judgment and their own victim of whether it's good or bad, that work of art, they conclude is no good. It's lousy. And then they say, your painting is lousy. But what did they really judge? Then when they judge your painting, it's really telling you how they create the art in their own mind, how their judge forms the opinion, how their victim forms the opinion, what kind of emotional reaction they have in their mind. And they give you all their opinions about their work of art in their mind. Yes, they base what they have in their mind, their work of art, on your painting. But let's be honest, when they walk out of the gallery or they walk out of the meeting, and they talk to anybody about the, your work of art, they're talking about what they're holding in their mind. If they talk about it next week, they're no longer looking at your painting. They're talking about and reaffirming all their opinions, which is their art. Then when someone criticizes what you do, what they're revealing is how they form their opinions, all their interpretations, the pictures they make. They're sharing with you the way they express themselves. They're sharing with you their own artwork. 
And if they have a criticism about the picture they make in their mind of you or of your painting, it's telling you that they're criticizing what they see in their imagination. They're criticizing their own artwork in their imagination. When you see that someone is critical of their own artwork in their imagination, why would you be offended? They're being critical of their own creation. That there's nothing to be offended about. All it's showing is how they express themselves and how they interpret what you do. Anyways, I hope this is clear. It's kind of difficult to explain all this because you have to be aware that other people are creating stories and picture images and drawing conclusions about what they see in their mind. And what they see is something in their mind. This is one of the most challenging aspects of sharing what really goes on with people in their heads. It's something we can't see. Well, except in rare cases. Anyways, if you pay attention to someone's criticisms, even if it's about you, it doesn't tell you about you. It really tells you about how they dream their life, the kinds of opinions they make, how big a judge they have, how big a victim mind they have. It can tell you a lot about them and how they dream their life. When you see that what someone says about you is really about the picture in their mind they have of you, it gives you total immunity to not believe what they say. It allows you to change that very first interpretation. What's challenging is developing the awareness to have this all the time, throughout the day, so that you have immunity from emotional reactions throughout the day. It takes a desire, it takes action on your part to do it, but it can be done. If I can do it, other people can do it. Just desire, action, practice. The steps can be found in my audio course in self-mastery on my website, pathwaytohappiness.com. And we'll break it down into even more steps. So, now you know how to take something personally. You have an idea of how to not take something personally. Change interpretations and develop your self-awareness to be conscious in the moment. All those interpretations are happening and you get to decide to believe them or not. It doesn't take a car accident to heighten that awareness. It just takes practice. And for practical ways how to identify and change these core beliefs at the heart of our emotional drama, you can log on to my self-mastery course on my website, pathwaytohappiness.com. You can also order my book, MindWorks, which is a guide to identifying and changing these negative thoughts, beliefs, and emotional reactions. The book MindWorks is available at your online retailers like Kindle, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, iTunes, in both print copy and ebook form. This is Gary Van Wormerdam from the website pathwaytohappiness.com.